to try not to die. I'm your DM, your dynamic merger, Noah Perito, and I'm here with our Glockheed elites. Lisa Condemi, aka Flu and Duvet. Is this networking? Are we doing it? Attacking into the mainframe. It's an internet joke. Tap your nails on the mic again. <laughs> Blue explains all his jokes. And it is I, Ashley Goodwin, a.k.a. Levid Maycare. I found out a reason for me to change who I used to be, a reason to start over new, and the reason is Filou. <laughs> Ashley and I arrived at the studio at the same time, and uh, I accidentally shocked Shisha on the nose, and then I was singing Hoobastank to yeah. try to get her to forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> A day in the so, life. Just a day in the a life. A really recent inside joke. The energy <laughs> is hot tonight, my friends. Uh, Shisha is desperately clamoring oh. to get on the table. Hey, girlfriend. You oh, heard us man. talking about you, angel baby. Well, gang, Shisha, if you'd like to take your seat. She can play Kittle. She can play Kittle, for sure. Block that scry eye and change your disguise. It's time for the recap. Let's fucking go. Last time. The caper crew known as the Glockheed Elites continued their infiltration of the military tech tower, while Falou used some trickster spellcraft to escape the labyrinthine vents before his reduction spell ended, Levid and Smite were caught in the chaotic demonstration of the clumsy divorce scientist Dirk Berglark's super-adhesive Glug. Uh-oh. One slip, and moments later, the entire lab was a disaster, giving Smite a chance to swipe some random potions and IDs, and Levid a moment to smooth things over with Jerk, snagging a sample for herself to, well, use for presentation purposes. Having realized that some sort of abjurative jammer was placed to block out outer communication and divination, Falou and Kittle headed to the security headquarters to find and dispel it. If they didn't, they wouldn't be able to connect with the arcane intelligence interneb, and this whole sabotage would be spoiled. Disguised, oh boy, here we go. Disguised as Levin and Jessica <laughs> Chastain. Should be good. <laughs> they schmoozed one of the agents while casing the joint to identify the jammer, but then their cover was nearly blown when Levin and Smite turned up, trying to use the scry eyes to get more intel about the rest of GI Tower and the location of their friends. Levin then disguised herself as Falou, do a little switcheroo, and the two distracted the already hectic office while sending Kittle to disable the jammer. Though she was nearly caught because Smite had accidentally grabbed potions that weren't applicable to their heist, <laughs> so, so they thought for now, <laughs> non-applicable to the heist. <laughs> she shut down the antenna and the party managed to escape the headquarters, ducking the ever-suspicious frock on their way out. On their way up to the higher floors, the alleviators stopped while staff handled the Gloog incident, forcing the group to take the stairs. After nearly being dissolved by arcane cannon testing conducted by asshat scientist Worf and Diddlepiss, someday I'd love that title of asshat scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I would honestly say that, that you've already got it. I am, you know, with my psych degree, I'm an asshat scientist. Yeah, dream bigger, Noah. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> Let me add that to my resume and my LinkedIn. Uh, so the group decided to take a short rest in the stairwell. Falou clocked that the next barrier to their upward mobility was a clockwork spider patrolling the first of many robotics floors. They decided to test out Kittle's schematic sabotage by using the now accessible interneb to take over the arachnid, and after a brief struggle, they were once again charging towards the next floor. And that is where we are right now. 
Falu and Smite have been running ahead. They pushed open the door and found themselves in yet another stairwell, turning back to see your allies, Kittle and Levid, barreling towards you, the former of which, on top of this massive, easily 10-foot-wide spider-like robot, its gold clockwork joints clicking as it hurries towards this average-sized door. Uh, Kittle, still disguised as Jessica Chastain, cackles on the back. It works! It really works! Is This isn't working. <laughs> Um, uh, Kittle, um, this is, uh, um, and looks towards the scry eyes. It works better than we could have hoped, uh, but they've got eyes on us, and you're kind of riding on the back of one of their guard spiders. Uh, what an abomination. Total misuse of company, uh, assets. Oh, yes, please, get down from there. We'll have to... Talk to HR about this. Yeah, I message Kittle. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Let's, let's get at, out of here. At first, Kittle is very much <laughs> so in character that she looks. She's like, no, wait, no, like <laughs> protesting. And she goes, uh, yes, I'm so sorry. I don't know what came over me. I used to be a horse girl and slides off the back <laughs> of the spider. What? What? I liked to ride things. I used to be a horse girl. Oh, the world is so magical. It just could have meant that you were all once a horse. <laughs> yes. That, that honestly, yeah, I for a second did think a centaur. you were a centaur. Should we move? We should get out of here. Masties way. <laughs> just like trying to force its way through the door. As, we really got everything we needed, though. As uh, Kittle slips over and is going to try and remove the internet like USB that she has. Oh, can I help her with my mage hand? Yes. Uh, in fact, I would love if you rolled, give me a sleight of hand check. She rolled a five, so Ooh. your advantage will absolutely save this. She got a 10. You need to be a 15 on a sleight of hand check. Go, horse girl, go! <laughs> <laughs> she makes. What is this bit you guys are doing? What is this bit we're doing? No idea. No idea. We're in it, though. Oh, no. Well, I rolled a, a, a 12. Was it just once? It was a DC 15. Oh, okay. It was just the once. A bardic? So, um, yeah, you know what? I'll let you say, um, what do you say for bardic as you see Felipe I, come I over already and said studying. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, um, you use that go as your bardic? Go horse girl go. Go horse girl go is my bardic inspiration. Right, roll me bardic. It's three. That's exactly, That's exactly a 15. It. <laughs> oh my God, and you rolled like a five. Oh uh, yes, go God. horse girl go. 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 <laughs> That's, that's Dice Christ being like, this bit is bad. Stop what you're doing. <laughs> I guess I'm a horse girl now. No! She says that she the, um, not really allowed in the city. <laughs> um, she um, removes it and you watch as this clockwork spider again powers down and you watch also as the glyph begins to slowly already begin to light up as in it's clearly recharging. So Wait, do we have any IDs? Yes, you guys have currently... I'll from the Gloog guy. From yeah. the Gloog guy. I'll tell you right now, these IDs are going to give you access up to floor 90. So you guys have entered into the stairwell. Um, you close the door behind you, leaving that clockwork machine. Confirmed that this plan will act, does actually have a chance of working and that the tech that she created can interface with the tech of Glockheed. Um, so how exactly is Interneb helping you? Or is it like, explain the tech to me? Well, it's... It is a little complex, but basically... I, I went to... Co- I just remembered I don't have to tell that lie. You don't have to lie. Yeah, you don't wait. have to lie. Oh, wait. A lie? I, oh, wait. Never uh, mind. <laughs> we're messaging. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see I love Kittle... this bit where I... <laughs> <laughs> As you guys are going like up the stairs, moving quietly to not draw too much attention, Kittle explains, Interneb is 
the culmination of all my robotics work, um, I've managed to kind of imbue it with a degree of sentience by, well, I'm not really sure how, but I guess it has something to do with just the type of machinery that what I was working with. I, we managed to find some pretty advanced circuitry that, to be honest, is probably from here, and she gestures to this building. And with that and, you know, magic, I was able to kind of bring them to life. I have a theory that magic, being so connected to life, can become alive if the conditions are right. And you see that she looks to smite. So now they're kind of like an arcane intelligence that can interface with electronics. Interface. If something is magic and can be connected to Interneb, Interneb can assert some sort of influence over it. Oh. That's it's brilliant, schmoozes. kiddo. It's, it is the ultimate schmooze. It I literally am... gets in and is able to kind of, you know, win over the hardware in place. Very impressive. Smite, what have you brought? Um... Looks at his hands. <laughs> um, well, I my my magic. That's the best I got. I'm here to defend. I'm it's, the bruiser. It's pretty good. All right, you're great at that, I suppose. Well, you know, hopefully I won't even have to come into play anymore. But if needed, I'm here. Shall we climb? Apologies that you have to take the stairs, Miss Maycare. I think I'll take those flats now. <laughs> you swap in the flats. <laughs> All right, you guys take a few minutes to get a little change. It's noonish now, like between the amount of time you're spending uh, schmoozing and sneaking and not rushing to get anywhere, so you don't like alert anything. You know, anytime you stealth in D and D, that is you basically going as slow as you possibly can, mm -hmm. given the circumstances. So our timeline for this gang, because I know we spoke about using this meeting as cover, but the meeting isn't until five, right? We have five hours till then? Yeah, we have a lot of time. I'm worried about how um, suspicious Frock was seeming towards the end of that. What do we think about, like, we could even put, like, a notes at our desk that's like, we went out for a long lunch or something so that they think we're not even in the building or something for a little bit or something, you know? If, mm. if we could find a way to get the message down there. I mean, mm. we've probably been pretty good about avoiding most scry eyes, um, but we'd, we're bound to have got caught on some of them. And I think that... Don't you think that since no one's come to find us, we're in a good place? They're well distracted? You're right. Just planning ahead for the next five hours. I'm thinking about our downtime. Do we think that we have five hours left of setup, or are we going to have to hide from well, that? Well, I guess we don't necessarily need the meeting as cover. Maybe we in maybe we can maybe we can implement interneb, which honestly such an astonishing achievement. Thank Kittle. you. Congratulations. I'd love to talk more after this when. Uh, uh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I would love to have some sort of any sort of pitch meeting, or you see, somebody goes, "Kittle, we can't. This is a military company. This is the enemy. You cannot be interfacing <laughs> with them." Okay, okay, yeah, you're you're right. Well, I maybe we can do some independent. Levitt just looks over at Smite, like, "Okay, we get it. You're a vigilante. We we get it. You hate I'm it just, here. You want me to compromise my views? It's not going to happen. We get it. You think we're the enemy? I. Uh, I'll go scout ahead. <laughs> Stamps up the stairs a little bit further. What do you think, guys? Do you think we should try and implement this now and then maybe try and make our way into that meeting to 
to hear what information there is to hear and then maybe we just fuck it all up on our way out. You know, there's no telling how long it'll take to get in. And also, I assume internet will be pretty fast. We all saw how quickly they were able to, you know, handle this construct. But there's also the chance that I might need to stay there a little bit to Mm. ensure that things continue. So maybe a stakeout, a stakeout, kind of getting Mm. up, assess. We should take our time. Very good, Falou. Very good. Very good, Falou. Thank you. Great idea. I have to admit. It's a really good plan. Oh, you're back. I, yes, of course. Right, I was just doing go, my own little stakeout. Let's go up the stairs. Who's overwhelmed <laughs> by too much So praise. much positive. I, <laughs> I go last up the stairs and I say, like, I love this little brain trust we've got going on. This is great. Absolutely. You know, if this all ends for the best, then who knows? Maybe we can all go into business together. We're all just spitballing here. There's a lot of uh, positive business energy in the room. I appreciate it. It's the adrenaline from seeing that massive construct and not dying. Yeah, there was a little bit of a moment there where those cannons almost disintegrated us. So there is an adrenaline factor. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I'm mad at that guy still. So, yeah, I am full of fucking adrenaline. Fuck yeah, that guy. Yeah, we also have to squeeze in firing that guy. Yes. Um, Gang, why do we think... That Glockheed Industries has a massive spider. Is that really something they're planning to put out on the field? Um, you guys tell me. I mean, I well, only know about the automaton function, but that comes from, and you see Smite pauses and goes, um. From what? Give me a persuasion check. Yes, from what? Spit it out. <laughs> give me an intimidation <laughs> check. <laughs> 22. Okay. 17. If there was a thing of passive resistance to intimidation, Smite certainly has an abundance (laughs) of it. But he does kind of clock your assertiveness and nod, seeing that you you are serious about trying to fully understand, and then looks to you, Levitt, and sees that perhaps not informing you of, of certain things is depriving you of something that would bring you to his side. The automatons were created and developed by another company, so to speak. One that is local, but not very well known. And... A small business. No, not a... I would say a pretty big one, actually, if we're being honest. City-sized, if we're being true. And I don't know about them? Um, you might. This company O... Or give me an insight check, both of you. And uh, Falu, I'll let you roll with advantage. Company O. It was mentioned to us. 18. 25. You definitely think that Company O is what he's referring to. And you connect that Smite has clearly had some sort of interaction with them, and it was not positive. So where is Company O based? Uh, okay. I didn't want to get you guys too deep in it because of... We're on floor 85. Okay. 86 now. We're yes, climbing. Yes, but right now, you you might you have the... <sighs> Smite, you're making me nervous. What don't we know about this that we should know? Look, I didn't want to cause you guys distress. You're working for a really bad company. I don't know how to say it in any, any other way. They and the government are working together... And you see, he's he's very much struggling to find the words. And you see Kittle goes, this company, O 
is based below the city and they have been working with my people to create clockwork machines like the ones you've seen here for quite some time and recently they've developed these automatons that you guys have now taken over production for right. and this isn't a place under the city that i spoke with this was the university the the people i spoke with at the university were scientists it's all it's all connected it sounds crazy when i say it sounds very cliche crazy but truly the university is linked to the government the government is linked to Glockheed. all together they're all they're all in cahoots i don't know how to other way to say it kittle chimes in as smite continues to get more heated you may have spoken with people from the university new staff connected to the aurelian artificer academy but they're all representatives of this company O. They aren't academics. They're working together, and they're not just- The Emperor? Yes, and it's not just, these machines are not just simple machines. They're not what Kittle was able to do with internet. They're taking people and turning them into these machines. What? They're taking innocent people from the sprawl, and he looks to you, Levid, and they're, taking them off the streets and they're putting them in prisons and they're they're putting them inside them like little like mech suits Levitt wouldn't sign off on something no, like I this no I wouldn't and that wasn't anywhere in this in the schematics or any of the plans was that there we... any sort of a, compo- a component S did they mention a component S how do you know about that component S is people it's I don't know how to say it it's so it's soul the S is for soul they're taking They've basically reverse engineered a very powerful high level spell that allows you to take someone's soul and kind of clone it into another body, eliminating the original and trapping the new soul in these machines. Well, now we know what all the NDAs were about. Flu slides against a wall <laughs> to sit down. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, it, this doesn't make any sense. It. This sounds. This sounds like a conspiracy. I want to believe you, but this sounds impossible. Can I look at uh, Jessica Chastain and go, is it true? Is he telling the truth? <sighs> He's not necessarily the most eloquent about it, but he is correct. They, for some time, they've used the disenfranchised and, well, less favorable people of the city to conduct experiments but I think Levitt starts putting together like the goblins we saw being accosted Mm -hmm. and everything that happened in the subway the other automaton killing the goblins instead of the people in hoods you see Smite steps forward this company O is also known as the Omnimalum And yes, it is a conspiracy, so that's why it sounds so crazy, but basically they've worked with the Empire since it came to power to ensure that it stays in power and to ensure that it can continue to expand its influence. Isn't that how all governments work? I mean, Glockheed's treated me so well. At the expense of others. And you see Kittle goes, and also, have they treated you guys well? I mean... You've been stuck in your position for 15 years, and you... Looks to you, Levin. What? Say it. You have to hide yourself amongst them, and you barely get any credit for your work. I know it might be hard to believe. I don't expect you to believe me. 
understand that in principle, having this kind of powerful technology just on the streets is dangerous. And if you want to go further and believe me, then understand that this is what has been behind all of the disappearances and the fall of crime here in the city. They're not, the crime isn't gone, they're just taking it and, well, moving it down below. So, what do we do? We're trying to create a way so that if these things enter the field, maybe we can get to them. Maybe we can kind of get through to that component S and- Put a crack in the armor. Yes. Otherwise, I mean, you can defeat them. I've, I've done it once, but it, it would be, they would be unstoppable practically. I think Levin is just listening and kind of swirling in her head, trying to figure out how to compute all of this. Obviously, there's such a strong urge to not be a part of this anymore, given the way that she's been treated by her father and rejected and and just disrespected so often. And there's also a draw to where she's from and all of the people she's known over the years and, you know, Smite being one of them, but all of the people like Smite who were are being taken and I think that she's just starting to get angry and confused and just is listening right now. I go where you go, Miss Maker. If you guys want to leave and stay here at your jobs, I fully understand. Again, I held this from you because I knew that it would be, I mean, assuming that you are the kind of people that I think you are, and he looks at you with, you know, seeing you as people who are not bad people inherently, who, you know, this job does not define them in the sense that they're not morally bankrupt like many of the higher-ups. I just figured it would be really hard for you to continue to work here if you found out. And if I was able to get in and just, you know, cause this problem, then you'd be able to continue to live your lives and... Listen, I I appreciate you considering that about me. I have no other prospects in life. I have no other family. You know better than anyone who I lost that day. I do. It's a kindness to want to spare us, but also an unkindness to keep us in the dark. So I'm glad it's all out there now. I personally don't necessarily want if this all goes down later and it seems like you two are going to make it go down I don't want like a unfavorable company on my resume for too much longer so true you know could be embarrassing listen could be very embarrassing it's you know sometimes you put your time in out of place and you get like a good base there but the sooner you can move on to something else Philou you know the more I think about it the more I feel like we're just a part of the problem we're complacent complacent I've worked so hard every morning up at 4.30 (laughs) eating my oats good gods look this is I know that this seems like a, a strange turning point or maybe you don't necessarily know what your next step is but I'm always happy to help in any way I can and again with what you guys can have access to in here. Steal a few things, find an enemy government, you could freaking sell this, a little espionage. We we know very well what our next steps are, and we must be successful in our endeavor. 
It's the steps after that I'm not so sure about, but I feel confident that we will, the way will be shown. Miss McCary, haven't you ever had to, I don't know, tank a project you didn't think was a very good idea? Kill your darlings, yes. You know, maybe someone comes up with something and it's not it's not going to fly, so you've just got to kind of, you know, politely cut it. Yeah, you know. Those never, skills will come in handy. I think you're right. I never thought killing my darlings would mean killing my dad. In a way. Not like real killing him. Fulu <laughs> is about to, I don't do you really think, think we have to kill him? I don't think. Hell yeah. Oh, I just no. mean like oh, what okay. he stands for. You right. know, no, no, no. That was better on my, my resume. Or not, or... If I never speak to that man again, it would be a blessing. Um, I don't need to murder him. Right. Right. Got it. <laughs> not going to kill. Listen, not this gonna is kill. so much to think about. We have to go up the stairs. And we're almost to floor 86. As you guys are going up, um, again, you're taking your time here. Let's roll three d6 to see what you might encounter on your way. Five. Three. You want to do one? Mm, sure. You can be having fun. Sure, why not? I have fun. Six. Ooh. Three, five, six. You make it up to 86 with no problem, of course, but find that it is dead quiet. No patrolling bots, no commotion from private labs where engineers design new clockwork devices, a near-empty floor with a number of hallways branching off from where you are. Conveniently for you, the next door looks like it is about 60 feet in front of you, directly across from where you're entering, down this long hallway. There is little light here as well, with the closest lights lining the bottom of the floor on either side of the hallway, and in regards to scry eyes, you only see one, set above the stairwell door you need to use. Can I do a perception check? Sure. For any just like blank walls or people or yeah, this is. It's, do it's, I know what this floor might be? No, you do not. Well, I gotta do my check first. So. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair, fair point. I, I mean, Levin, Levin and Falu. The Levin and Falu do not know necessarily the nature of all these <laughs> floors. This <laughs> floor seems to have like, it's like you look ahead. And the thing you want to get to is another stairwell. So it's directly down the hallway right in front of you. Like there are offshoots. There are offshoots and, you know, heading different places. Um, but you don't see any mo- commotion. You don't hear any people. It's just this, like, pulsing of light and then the stairwell at the very end. Maybe they evacuated when the alarms? The 13. Are- Give me something. <laughs> Give me something. It was a third, please. Please. Um... I think with with that role, you kind of look around. It seems all clear. It seems like there's, there's not a any sort of pulsing light. Yeah, just like the like the lights are along the floor, and they're just like like dully kind of glowing and like orange yellowish light to to cast the similar light palette that you've seen throughout class. So just like kind of illuminate. Yeah. the floor. Mm, and we've stepped onto it already. Uh, no, you guys are in like the the stairwell. You've opened up the door, mm. and you only see one. Scry eye, at least in like in this hallway, it's at the very end, right above the door. What are these strange lights? Why would they be pulsing? Can I de- do I have the ability to detect magic? I can cast detect magic. Mm-hmm. Flu uh, puts a hand out and goes, "This doesn't seem very uh, EDA Emerald Disability <laughs> Act. Light shouldn't be pulsing like this." <laughs> I will cast uh, detect magic. You immediately clock evocation magic coming from um, 
before you and you also kind of clock some this is like 30 foot radius if i believe if i remember yeah so uh within 30 feet you also clock some abjuration and although though it doesn't like necessarily reveal anything specific you're just getting a strong sense of evocation from in front of you and then like abjuration outside of that a few more flickers of evocation magic as well uh it's strange again this floor seems abandoned tap tap on the floor with my mage hand okay you tap tap lights illuminate and you see lasers i fucking knew it was lasers oh my god all across the wall creating a strange network leading between you and that door and it occurs to you that perhaps this is a indoor course like a gauntlet that people uh, use training. to test Another things. Yes. So that's what the other hallways Flew. and rooms might be up here. How Very exciting. well done. That's genius. Whoa. That, are you, listen, I know you said you, you don't know what your next step is. You, have you considered being a thief? I have a feeling that now that we've activated this, well, it might it might be a training course, but... It doesn't seem like anyone's here, so maybe it's a training course and it's not being utilized right now. Okay. Yeah. So perhaps we just need to um, definitely get across. Real fast. Uh, get and make our way to the next one. Who do we think is going to be the worst at this? I Flew cuts his eyes very obviously this Probably uh, Kittle. You don't get out a lot, do you? Mm. No, no, I really don't exercise that much. I pretty much am always um, <laughs> standing or sitting we're in front of my machines. We're all going to do our best. Yeah, I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. I, I you know, I'm, I'm looking out at this and I, the, the real threat I see here, because I, I trust we're all incredibly nimble, um, is the scry eye. If there's a way, it's, and she squints, it's about 60 feet away from us. If we can find a way to like blind it, then that would at least cover us for a bit. Isn't it a magical item? Couldn't we dispel magic? It, uh, I believe you could, but it's with, you have to be within 30 feet of it to dispel. Mm. So that would be like halfway down the hallway you can dispel magic on it. I could try and um, get across maybe in the shadows and then I could it, press a digitation. You can instantaneously soil an object. I would assume that means that I could put like pen ink on the face, like all over the scry eye. Yeah, because it's like a like a it's like literally a scrying sensor, which is magic, but it's inside like a glass ball. So you could Just, like, like in theory, smear like, a pen sh- like over it. it. Is okay, it, is it made of metal at all? Part of it is made of metal. Yes. Well, just saying, heat metal, sixty foot range. I think I look to Filou and I go, I stretch a hand. Show us what you got. Flew, uh, much like how he looks when he's dashing all over the uh, fourth floor <laughs> and like ducking under people's arms as they reach out to like uh, sign, sign papers or like avoid spilling a coffee and like bending to the side when the door opens. Um, starts, it seems very inelegant, flinging himself through these lasers. <laughs> Give me a stealth check. Okay. You know. Ashley's so anti-gummy dye. I'm the most anti-gummy dye. She's so anti-gummy. The gummy dye is like Zola's. A gummy dye. Gummy is from like a bodega, (laughs) and the dye was in it, and she cracked a tooth on it. I was like, this one's lucky. I'll keep it. It's lucky. (laughs) It's my lucky lucky. gummy. (laughs) Uh, Okay. (sighs) But uh, even though I rolled a three, it's a fifteen. Okay. 
Oh, wait, with my little, uh, let's show you what you got. Is it another Bardic? Maybe you it is. You know what? I will allow you to retroactively give Bardic here. You've been letting me do that this whole game, so thanks. <laughs> Glad it's that a, ended in a thank you. It's a D10? <laughs> it's a D10, yeah. Okay, that was a 15. You need a 5 to get through this unscathed. I rolled a 9. Though maybe at first glance someone might see Falu and be like, uh, this guy. <laughs> There's no way he's got a degree it's of like athleticism. My shirt is untucked, and so I just like almost like drip my shirt into a laser beam in the back. There's a lot of you know twisting and kind of interesting slipping movements you do. Some of your creeping is like very deliberate, very like perfect navigating the office. Other stuff is like you slip and you manage to somehow accidentally do a cartwheel as you like. <laughs> I use my through. little mage hand to block one of the lasers. <laughs> Levitt's watching and just being like, wow, very good. It has like a crossed arm, hand on chin, or, you know, <laughs> fingers on chin, nodding along. This is Kittle all and Smite on behind doing the purpose. Same. Um, I'll say that this is happening fast. That, that stealth was kind of a combination of stealth and acrobatics. How how long, how long far can you make this trinket for prestigitation? 10 feet? 10 feet, okay. Is it up in the air? Not out of reach when you arrive. You run down this hallway, essentially like using a dash action while stealthing. You rush up to this scry eye and you look up at it. You know that it's gonna get a like a last image of you. But if you're quick, maybe that'll it'll just be a fraction and they won't see it. Flu goes, stumbles out of the laser and like throws a pot of magical prestidigitation, pot of ink at this. Uh, oh my god. Give camera. me Okay. At the scry eye. I'm gonna you're automatically gonna hit it. So you're mm -hmm. I'll say that it's gonna be obscure. But how good the Yes. <laughs> I think hmm, I wanna say give me a deception check. Okay. For how good the ink plot is. This is kind of also like how quickly can you deceive them that this is some sort of accident. This yeah. poor this poor like intern wanders up to this floor is like, ah! like running through. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I rolled another three, so it's a four. Um <laughs> You ink up the <laughs> the scry eye. Yeah, it I think I might need another job. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well done, well right. done, Filu. How's Hello. it going? All good? <laughs> Thumbs up, looking sweatily up at the camera. Your All allies right. don't know anything to the to the wiser. Uh, just follow my steps now, if you can. I'll try to guide you through. Okay. I'll go. Excuse me. Of course. Sorry. Why are you apologizing? I was in the way. I'm just trying to be nice. Okay, and I wasn't not accepting your niceness. You guys going to go through the lasers? Yeah, we cannot be dawdling this much, guys. <laughs> I know we have five hours. I thought we had plenty of time. <laughs> I mean, but we're still standing in a hallway. Okay, everyone, silence. <laughs> silence while I try and focus. I'm glad you put your flats on this. <laughs> Thank you, Falou, for the support that you, you are giving me. Check? I clarify. <laughs> it's 22. I think 22 is very, very good. <laughs> I think I, uh, in my years at college and like trying to maintain appearances in my very corporate job, I've done a lot of yoga, Pilates, a uh, pure bar, a lot of like bendy, stretchy, graceful movements. The bar lessons are paying off, miss. <laughs> Thank you, Philu. <sighs> <sighs> the solstice <sighs> membership. <laughs> K Kittle nodding appreciatively, and Smike goes. 
I like I like do a very specific back bendy sexy, sexy bend. <laughs> um, very and I, and I don't look at Smite at all for Justice his reaction. Is always Blue is looking at Smite a lot, making sure that his eyes don't get <laughs> you, frisky. You definitely make eye contact. He looks away. Um, I get okay. to the other side and I say, "What did you say, Smite?" Um, nothing. Hold on. And you see that he's already moving across. And in this distraction, he gets sizzles a little bit. He rolled a total. He rolled a 15. So he's going to take damage as okay. he goes across. Oh, okay. It's just damage, though, not an alarm. That's good. Yeah. Rushes under the scry eye as he stumbles out of the like sizzling beams of light. Oh, it smells like cooked Doritos in here. Oh, my God. I don't have any on me. I don't know how to get it out of the suit, okay? It's just an aura. Um, and then Kittle goes. All right, Kittle, just walk through, basically. And Kittle got a two. No, wait. She's gonna... can Kittle take a lot of damage though. She can take damage. She has hit points more than ten. Twenty-eight damage. <gasps> Their clothes are singed, and they're both patting off like the still smoking um, flames. They're just trying to pat things out. I shape okay. water to <laughs> putting things out. Okay, not ideal. Um, Do you need a first aid kit? I whip out mine. Oh, uh, no, no, you know what? I'm, I'm okay. Kittle? Um, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, why not? All right, I'll try and patch up Kittle a little bit. <laughs> I, I think I'll, I'm gonna, I'll try and patch up Smite. It's really, you, you don't have it's to. It's fine. Please. I have plus zero to this. Your hand. 13. <laughs> Gives you his hand. 13. Jessica, you have to watch that movie Starfee. <laughs> You're so right. I've almost fallen out of character. I need to really focus up. Dirty 20. I grab my tan and I, you know, try and blot the blood. And <laughs> you, I mean, you you understand burns well clean enough. Away. You clean the You clean the burn a little bit. Um, he basically got nicked on, like, his hand and his leg as he was trying to, like, position himself through. Um, it's like when you grab the Krispies too soon. Yes, it's just just like when I grab the Krispies right when they're out of the pan. Um, <laughs> you do that? Sometimes, hey, you've had them. Sometimes you can't wait. They're better warm. <laughs> um, you you guys both take a, take a shot at trying to heal them a little bit. Um, <laughs> mechanically, no hit point change, but yeah. they do they like you a lot. It, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. I'm glad we spent airtime on this. That was yes. really Let's nice of you guys. Thanks. Yeah. Um, you guys rush further up the stairs, <laughs> continuing higher, trying not to focus on your sizzling allies. You head up to the 87th, 88th. 89th floor without much issue. There are a few moments where you guys pause just to kind of avoid interacting with someone this high up and you know you might occasionally have to like duck behind something or hold in a stairwell as some Ugh. sort of clockwork machinery goes by. I hate office banter. Uh, so much. This is exactly why I didn't go this route. Levitt is Mr. Mrs. Mayor chatting people up. <laughs> are you actively talking to people? I think if, if Levitt needs to cover and distract while these guys pass behind me or something so it's just me and not everybody okay not I'll, a pack of us i'll say that that is how you guys get through these floors is whenever you do encounter someone Levin charlie how are you oh hi how's it going i'm them freelancers freelancers <laughs> how how have you been how's oh your wife? you know yeah. it's a living you know it is isn't it um you how is, you say how is your wife and he said it's, it's a living, living. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then i said it is isn't it <laughs> you finally 
get up to the 90th floor. And it looks different than the other doors you've encountered. This floor has a thicker looking door. It has a number of kind of security clearance, um, like it has a screen that you would have to scan your ID to. Unlike any of the other floors where you've been able to just like push it open, there looks to be another layer of security here. And you see that it is labeled 90 in big letters and then below that storage. Hmm. Do we think this is where they're storing those? The what? I message everyone. <laughs> the fucked up soldier things. <laughs> oh, the souls. Um. Well, I mean, it could be. Do you, I mean, is there any other place where they store things in here? Do you guys, have you ever been to a storage area? Let's go. Let's check it out. There might be something in there that... Files. That we might be able to use. <laughs> Files. Like, yeah, obviously. Um, you guys um, scan your IDs, and it looks like this is the highest clearance that these IDs can get you to. After this point, mm. they are essentially moot. It does, it does that. You're done. <laughs> A little beep. Boop. That's the last one. Sorry. <laughs> uh, it's weird that they say that. The people who work here every day. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> you guys open it up and exit onto a quiet floor. The hallway uh, continues to the right and left, basically following the entire shape of the building like many other floors, but there's no other visible hallways branching off. You just see this thick, wide metal door labeled storage with a heavy bar and padlock keeping it shut. You can give me a perception check. I was gonna ask for that, actually. I will. Oh, well, well, well. I'm gonna. 15. 18. You both clock this. There is a faint sound in the distance. The sound of automatons patrolling this floor far, far. Like clearly, this is one hallway that goes around what this, I guess this entire floor is dedicated to. One big storage room. Maybe like, yeah, maybe you can consider this like a warehouse. And around it, they've just got bots like kind of going in a loop. Uh, they seem to be smaller sounding and there's multiple. So it's not like another big giant spider. They probably have some smaller mechanical clockwork machines up here so how are we going to actually you know get up further if that's the last floor that our cards will do right i'm trying to think maybe in the storage room there is another set of vents or maybe maybe well kittle what is what did internet tell you about the the building. When I disabled the jammer, I wasn't able to put internet into the system at all. So I don't know necessarily what this floor holds or how to get up to further floors. And when I kind of hacked the clockwork spider, it run it kind of ran on its own network. It's I haven't been able to the schematic library would tell me really what the rest of this place looks like. Can I look for scry eyes? Uh yeah. Um I think that with your 18 perception check, you see that there are scry eyes in the far, far corners, kind of so far enough that you think that unless you went towards them, you wouldn't really even show up on them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Feels like the only way to go is forward. True. Should we maybe, I don't know, send one person ahead or think about, you know, what we'll do if the automatons see us? Is there maybe a distraction? I think if we, maybe we just hide in there for now and... Right, maybe there's something in storage that we can that could be useful. That's true. That we could take with us, maybe a blueprint of some kind, maybe. I Let's know it's it. not the schematics room, but maybe there's an old paper blueprint. There's could be anything in there. Who wants to try the door? Uh, is it 
just locked magically or is it locked not sure with a padlock you saw a padlock on it but it could be a magical lock could be a standard lock all right i I step forward with my letter opener again okay give me a tap tap on the lock first see if it starts blaring (laughs) (laughs) no um, it, it does not start blaring give me a dexterity check uh, one. Noah, since you wanted me to do so bad. <laughs> since you're the enemy. <laughs> this is definitely my fault. <laughs> I have um, the role. I have knock. I could use that. You certainly can. You you see Falu fiddling I'm definitely with the knock. It's getting it missed. Not, it's not budging. You guys start to just you can't see what the lock is doing, but you do see my neck start to slowly turn redder and redder. <laughs> and you do hear the sound of like the the increasing noise of a clockwork machine approaching. I cast knock and you, I try and open. Got the- it. <laughs> yeah, it literally looks like you did it, Falu, as the lock pops I off. I wink at Smite. Smite pauses and just goes. Excellent work. Levin nods encouragingly. Thumbs up. <laughs> you guys open the door and see a vast space. Aisles of Glockheed products from throughout the ages. It is pitch black. Thankfully, you all have dark vision, so you can see 60 feet around you. But the only light, unless you find and turn one on, comes from the arcane glow of strange locked materials throughout this space. One of the main reasons that Glockheed has built a storage way up here rather than way 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 down below as many facilities do is because they understand that there is a high chance of a break-in to something like this and there are tons of subways under the city so rather than risk having someone tunnel in or something like that they've put this storage high high like to get the air. and you see that this looks to be a full collection of perhaps all of at least the most recent and like worthy of saving materials like this looks like gadgets potions weapons things that they've created and either they've created new versions or more stable versions like it it looks kind of like this is where they might just put stuff that is important and or part of like a developmental phase of something that they value and they don't want the secret to get out smite take two find some good potions um yeah let me uh and do you guys see (laughs) as he like looks out as well there are uh as i said a number of aisles the first is armor and weaponry bioware clockwork constructs and mechanical devices and then finally potions and pharmaceuticals and then also potpourri uh and then there is a potpourri section uh, but that is it on the far amazing wall. in here. <laughs> you guys produce potpourri? That's insane. Chopped garlic, too. I was making <laughs> <laughs> a Jeopardy joke. <laughs> like the category. Oh! <laughs> and potpourri. <laughs> and classic words. Classic fucking Jeopardy call. Okay, Um. so yeah, you guys see each of these sections, and you see that some parts of these sections are, like, Again, they're shelves like you're in like a a giant, you're in like a Home Depot basically, but you're also seeing some sections are like caged off or that there's like, they're literally locked inside something so you cannot see them. And from the distance that you guys stand at, the best you can make out is, you know, the obvious stuff. There looks to be some weapons in the armor and weaponry place. There's like a strange glow coming from the Bioware area, as well as from the potions area, um, which is pretty close. Should we each check out an aisle? Mm -hmm. I think so. so. Um, Do you want me on potions again, or should I go and check out something else? What do you want to check out? 
Um, his eyes are on the armor and weaponry. Yeah. None of them. They all look equally as good. Why don't you check out the armor? Great idea. <laughs> so it runs <laughs> over to the armory. Um, what, what do you guys want to check out? I'm going to go to Bioware. Okay. I will go to Potions and Pharmaceuticals, allowing Kittle, uh, with her expertise, to head towards Clockwork Constructs. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Thank you, guys. Um, Let's like- just all check with each other before, you know, just check for... Uh, if there's any like tripwires yeah, on the not shelves, not touch anything yeah. until we maybe find something and we inform each other. Oh, sure, sure. Cool. Recon, 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 message. recon. <laughs> this is what the five hours are for, everybody. You guys, I'm gonna say you take. We're gonna say the better part of thirty minutes here, like scoping things out. Smite goes to armor and weaponry. Levid goes to Bioware. Kittle goes to Clockwork Constructs and Mechanical Devices, and of course, Falu goes to Potions and Pharmaceuticals. Levid. Bioware is a very, very strange section. As you approach it, there is an odd greenish-blue light becoming more and more visible, different from the dim orange light that has illuminated much of this building. The aisle is filled with containers of all shapes and sizes, light barely illuminating their odd contents enough to occasionally see a twitch within. More than that, you see what can only be described as technology designed for biohacking, the kind of tech that Kittle actually cut her teeth on. Uh, Examples being her father and Smite. You see like mechanical body parts, eyes, various appendages. Some of them seem to be like just mechanical constructs with maybe a bio component so they could link to a person and not another robot. Then other things literally look to be like recreations of organs and stuff like that in cases that like suspended what would you like to look closest at here i think that levitt is was kind of unaware that like this was even a subsection of glockied i think that her perception of glockied was um like army tech like not necessarily biological anything and so this is all very very interesting. Um, I don't think she's drawn to one particular thing, but mm. maybe she is. Maybe she is. I think like the twitching that you said was something that caught her eye. You begin to slowly make your way down this aisle, cautiously eyeing the various strange containers here. Um, with a little prestigitation, you create a small light to kind of get a better detail of the various containers. You see one a rat that looks to have been caught halfway through its doubling um a sample from the city's doppel rats um and you see it looks like at the bottom it says provided by company o there's a number of various sort of labels on things though i think even with levitt's intimate knowledge of this company she doesn't know all of the like you know the organizational stuff right so you're seeing like serial numbers you're seeing things that you're like i don't know what the hell that means Mm -hmm. you can't necessarily tell if this is like you know experimental evidence or something in development or something that failed you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but you but you do clock that and you also clock strange looking animals hybrid sort of familiars almost creatures that have been sealed there it looks like you see like there's some arcane um, abjuration runes around the base a fusion of like a rat and a bat you see like reptilian uh, feline there's various sort of almost like chimeras being bred here that are labeled under some sort of familiar project 
Um, and you also see, and this one is perhaps the strangest, but it looks like a strange humanoid creature, dormant sleeping in its tube, gray skin with blue eyes, when they do kind of like flicker enough for you to see them. But it's just sleeping, resting there. Guys. Guys. Can you hear me? We're going to cut over to Falu. Falu, you are walking down the pharmaceuticals aisle. Um, you see this pharma section again. It's mostly just long stretches of glass cases. Infuriatingly, it's like fucking Walgreens. <laughs> they have like everything behind. You have to ask an assistant uh-huh. to come and open things. But yeah, you see lots of buttons on things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't press them. <laughs> Call for assistance using this. One. Someone is needed in the pharmaceuticals aisle. The way uh, that I just went to Walgreens <laughs> today and had to do that six different aisles because I was doing a hygiene run. Oh my god! And for not to sure. talk shit, but so often they are not able to come to the aisles fast enough so you're just like left I mean, there the worst it repeating the everywhere <laughs> <laughs> anyways so you are slowly walking down the long stretches of glass cases potions of varying size color viscosities as well as medical supplies bandages pill bottles surgical supplies that might as well be weapons themselves but clearly have been like designed specifically for medicine mm-hmm. you also see sections that seem cooled by arcane magic inside test tubes labeled lapis thrax biohazard you, of course, could break the glass to get in. You notice that it, it would be quite a delicate thing to try and open otherwise. You know, I mean, a smash and grab would be the fastest and easiest. Trying to, like, unlock these things would be also very delicate. And, again, any wrong move, you feel like you could dislodge something and, well, let's just say create another glug incident of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, there are plenty of things here that you think you could identify just from maybe the labels and your general knowledge of potions. But then there's plenty of things that you probably couldn't identify, at least not without downing it to see what happens Mm -hmm. Uh, how would you like to one go about this Uh, are there any checks you want to make or do you think falu would already start casing it and how to break things out is there anything that's not behind lock and key or just absolutely everything is locked up do you see that there are a number of cases that you think could open that aren't locked um they seem to have some of some things that look broken you know like some sort of like tools that look like maybe they're not fully operational you see some potions that are definitely available you can like open up the glass case and grab them the nicer looking things definitely are behind some sort of like there's like a locking mechanism all right well falu will try and be like a thorough assistant and just starts like is just opening up all of the glass cases that are already open, just like taking a look at like the back of everything. Okay. <laughs> Sniffing okay. everything. Give oh me, my gosh. Give me an arcana check with advantage. Okay. Or investigation if that's better. But oh. you won't roll with investi- uh, advantage for you investigation. You know it's going to be better. Shall I roll investigation because I have plus 10? All right. I'm Why sorry. Does this keep happening to you know me? what? Go back to the gummy dice. <laughs> yeah, you're honestly, I was so disrespectful, dice Christ. Yeah, Please really disre- forgive okay, me. Okay, so I rolled another three. It's my third three in less like half an hour. But it's a thirteen. Okay, a thirteen. You do definitely identify out of all the potions you're looking through, you're reading. Some of them are like useless. Some of them are just expired potions. Some of them seem to be also. Why do like we hold on to this crap? Poison. Useful. And stuff. The efficacy is just a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> you do identify. I'll say you identify a number of potions of healing. Um, they look like the kind that you've seen before. I Red, snag those. You, how many do you want to grab? I, it's like a case. We're talking like the 20 in there. Yeah, I have the case up onto my onto my back. Because okay. I know that uh, Levitt has a, a bag, so I'm just 
grab a case under my arm and then start doing one-handed looking at everything. Okay. I love um, that. You also, as you're like, you're holding this case walking down, you see a number of like strain. You see one, <laughs> you see one vial that looks to have like a, like a, some sort of wrapping in it, like a, like a um, bandage wrapping within a vial um, of like this green, sickly looking liquid. Ugh, I'm not drinking a dirty bandage. It looks exactly like that. Uh, you also see um, freak mummy shit you're trying to get me to do. <laughs> you saw right through me. You saw right through me. You keeper. It's mummy shit, baby. It's freak mummy shit. It's freak mummy shit, baby. That's all no one knows is freak mummy shit. Mummy shit That's and worm. Know. I know That's three you know. things. Worm. Since the start of TN. <laughs> this is the start of DND. Uh, I know, really. How much, how much of mummies come up in our life? Um, a lot in this show, weirdly. You also see um, a, one that just looks like it's filled with like some sort of smoke. Um, you see. I think Levitt vapes. <laughs> Take that, that one. one. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. You also see, and this one is most interesting because you didn't know that Glocky had any sort of investing stake in this, but you see a four pack of monstrosity high octane energy drink. You did not know that Glockheed has been involved with like the energy drink market. You know, you've heard of like Fantasy Red Bull, uh-huh, the, uh-huh, the uh-huh. creator of flying potions and energy drinks. Um, you didn't know, but this looks to be maybe their attempt to break into that market. Oh. This one is behind a glass case, but it looks, it's like you look at it and you hear like, you hear like metal music playing in your head. There's a strange draw to it. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Thieves tools. It says it includes a small file set of lock picks. I proficiency think he, with these tools lets you add your proficiency bonus to any ability checks you make to disarm traps or open locks. You have them, but you don't have the proficiency. Oh, I don't have them. proficiency in thieves yeah. tools. So like essentially, um, you can Maybe. always. I'll say that you can 100% use your thieves tools, and you know we've we've flavored it as your your letter, letter opener. opener. But mechanically, I do have proficiency with my thieves tool. No way, really? Yeah, I thought you had only had tools forgery. Co- made me lose it my says proficiencies in languages. So is that right? Would it? Would yes, it, it would have be it right there. It? it says tools, calligraphers, thieves, tinkers tools, and vehicles land. Maybe you can use your thieves tools. Uh, I, I shouldn't have used news. my knock spell. What I the have some, fuck? Um, well, okay. the good news is that anytime that would have come into play, you did not roll high enough for the bonus <laughs> to make a difference. Fair. But now we know that when going forward, you'll roll dexterity okay. plus proficiency. Do you want to use your thieves tools, which we just found out you have? Yes. I will try to um, uh, break into this energy drink. I think Flu is like, ooh, I could put those in my mini fridge. <laughs> Okay, give me a, um, a Thieves' Tools check. That's D d20 plus your dex and your proficiency. Yeah. Thieves' Tools check. Which is basically your sleight of it's hand. It's my sleight of hand. It's a plus yeah. eight because my proficiency is a four and then my dex is Perfect, four. yeah. Ooh. Nice. Yes. Uh, dirty 20. You, I get filthy with the Thieves' Tools. You get a little yeah. filthy. Falu gets filthy with the Thieves' Tools. I forgot I had these pushpins from my desk. <laughs> you put the crate of healing potions down and... easily open up the glass case you it's only essentially one case of just this pack, area. so yeah. you just take this little four pack Perfect, out there's four of us are they small cans or those pick me up they're, they're eight s- or twelve ounces they're they're eight ounces. are they cans. are they tall boys sugar-free um 
They are sugar free. They are not sugar free, um, but they also don't seem to contain sugar, so you're not really. Flu goes. You look nutritional information. (laughs) I'll splurge. I'll splurge. Yeah, you look at it. Um, you see, the tagline is "Who need Who needs a long rest when you're feeling the best? Drink monstrosity." That's too long of a tagline. Who needs a what? You now understand why it didn't hit market. <laughs> Too long of a tagline. Are, are they working on this or is this a workshopping product? Uh, another great product found in the bin because <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't have a good enough tagline or brand. It's just shorten it. Shorten it up. <laughs> All right, I'll take these. You take those. Um, we cut back to, I imagine you I start, start heading I start to hear the calls, the whisper calls of my boss and start to head out. Yeah, you head over and you find Levitt standing in this strange aisle of containers filled with liquids and body parts, creatures. It's horrifying here. And you Ugh. see, you react like that Smite comes over. He's he's carrying a really sick looking sword and goes, guys, this place is odd. Smite. So bad. What the fuck? Kittle comes over and goes, Guys, I just found the Kittle, best. Shh. Is that a fucking guys, rat? Don't wake it up. You guys all see this strange, like, baby creature that is inside this jar. Like a fetus? It looks like it is. Voldemort? <laughs> Closer to the baby Voldemort. Does it have an umbilical cord? It does not. Noah's making the eyes. <laughs> it has. Like, if you, uh, I guess... Hmm. It doesn't have a belly button, though. It doesn't have a belly button. You get, you look and you see, like, there's a number of, like, strange... It's it's kind of curled into itself, so it's hard to make out everything, but you do see that there are, like, strange... I don't know how to describe it other than it looks like seaweed stuck to something, but it's definitely not seaweed. It looks like... It's like veins that are kind of flowing off of it, free-flowing. Oh. This... This isn't natural. Can I do, like, a like any kind of check to see like if this is some magical creature if this is a sea creature if this is a like if this is a you said yeah. gray skin blue eyes Give is me it a like nature is check. It... I think that that would be the best way of going about it nature okay 9 you've never seen this kind of creature before in your life and you see smite goes ugh i'm getting a bad vibe on this one gang yeah, we're no, we're all getting a bad vibe. No, I haven't. Smite. I can smell. He can if smell things are, things are uh, good or devilish. Bad. Yeah, fiendish or, or celestial. Thanks for having my back on that. It basically, it's. What, I did I a, smell bad to you? No, no, not at all. What? Because I'm a tiefling. It's it's different. You're a fiend. It's suspended in liquid. Yes. Miss Maycare, would you be angry if I tried something? It depends on if it's gonna freak me out. Could I try and with my shape water cantrip just like slightly lower like the water level like below its head and see if it like has any kind of reaction? It's going to be like a mandrake. You lower the water level and you see its eyes flash open and make eye contact with Falu. And Falu, you hear in your head words backwards, but yet you can hear them forwards. The words you hear are magic, the world, its people. Love, betrayal, apocalypse, love, memory, time, golden warrior, apocalypse, love. Um, it's doing word association poetry. Beautiful. What is it saying? Um, How are you not scared? The world, it's memory, golden warrior, apocalypse, love. 
Golden Warrior. And the full, I'll tell you, I'll list them, yeah, full 12 words. words. Magic, the world, its people, love, betrayal, apocalypse, love, memory, time, golden warrior, apocalypse, love. 12 words. I worry that these things are in order. Whoa. You see, the moment you do that, the, like, strange baby creature goes back dormant. I fill the water back up. Kittle, what did you find? Nothing that important. I have Um, energy drinks in case we get sleepy. I found vehicles, if that makes sense. I don't know how helpful they would be up here, but I found a really sick-looking motorcycle. It'll smite. Here's two health potions. How can you guys think about anything in what this thing just said? I am thinking about it a lot. Apocalypse. Golden Warriors. That's that's the Auric Army. This is a premonition. This is a... Smite, you see now, is having a moment. Eyes moving fast, darting back and forth. What does this mean to you, people with all the information? Magic, the world, its people, love, betrayal. I, I, I don't know, but apocalypse, the maldiction comes is the only apocalypse I know of. That I was think, long ago. Thulu, you're right. It, this is the story of, of the world. This is the story of all time. First there was magic, then the world, then and a betrayal. It's people, love, betrayal, apocalypse love again and who was betrayed what's memory what's time memory time i don't know but no, this i don't is... like that the golden warriors are bringing the apocalypse but i'm and, but, i do like there's love at the end i don't is... like that there's apocalypse then nothing else this is listen there's love at the end there's love at the end so we're all gonna be good i guess okay this this is what i'm talking about though this is Everything seems to be lining up in some degree. Everything seems connected to some degree. I don't think we should talk about this in front of the weird baby thing. That's actually a really fair point. Let's go back to message. Do you guys want to do anything else while you're in this storage facility? You see, um, Smite, um, as you guys kind of step away from this creature, explains to you that he has found both a range of classic, just older models and styles of like spears, swords, other kind of weapons that the centurions of the golden fist used to use. But then also some arcane firearms that are heavily locked up some like more experimental sort of weaponry that again is very heavily locked up. And then Mm. Kittle explains to you guys kind of gesturing down the hallway that she not only saw a number of clockwork things that you guys would recognize as things the company has always been working on um but she also clocked these sort of proto vehicles these like these they're like bikes but they um um i think that levitt you weirdly kind of recognize certain aspects of them they seem to have a a language that is vaguely familiar to you and you remember your mother teaching you infernal Mm. and recognize that these bikes clearly are infernal in make or based on infernal designs apparently glockheed's been working with very interesting folks throughout the years we're collabing with a lot of brands right now this is a marketing mess i smite should i help you unlock some stuff yeah why don't you come with me 
why don't we, do you want to check out weapons? Is there anything there? Okay, I'll come with you. <laughs> All right, hey, what's up? You guys are not all What the hell? What just happened? Blue blushes. <laughs> I want to go uh, check out the bikes with Kittle. Um, you go and check out the bikes with Kittle. Uh, give me an Arcana check. Okay. Mm. Mm, 17. 17, you clock that these are infernal in make that it's like a two-wheeled bike that um is covered with like armor plating and almost like a military motorcycle in a way uh and then you also see some less uh intimidating machines one of which looks to be similar in you know mechanics like you do see infernal runes and some basic kind of infernal clockwork work here but you also see that it is a segue basically <laughs> it is just a much smaller version of this incredible um, yeah, it is. They're all chained down, and that is probably the only thing standing in the way of you guys taking them. That, and of course, you are on the ninetieth floor. I don't think that we would take motorcycles. Um, I think that would. It's pretty sick, so I wouldn't put it past you. This is cool. But... I mean, if you guys steal these on the way out, definitely not judging. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Hey, Might Fulu. be like a getaway vehicle. I, mes- I message. Sick. I message Falu. <laughs> hey, maybe we take. Maybe you know. Smite was saying we could take some things with us on our way out. If we are out, that is. Uh, I'm not sure yet. I haven't. I guess I still haven't decided, but I have. I think Flu seeing that Levitt is like really working through this moment by moment, just uh, places a, a light hand on her elbow and says, well, I I think technically you're my employer since we didn't really fill out any paperwork or anything so i would have to go you know if you left i would you know i wouldn't want to lose my job as your assistant right 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 uh we could work in motorcycles i'm not sure but we could brainstorm after they just are cool they are cool I could totally picture you on a motorcycle. With you, too. And I would want you to either you can ride with me or you can have the Segway one. Oh, yes. Or you could, you know, if Smite rode it, you could be on the back. Is that something you would want? I don't think so. I think that that motorcycle has uh, ridden into the depths of hell. That. Classic, classic <laughs> Emeraldian saying, everybody. That, infer- that infernal motorcycle has ridden into the depths. Damn, you think he's taken? <sighs> I mean, my ears are burning. Such Is a someone talking about question. <laughs> you, uh, Falu, I'll say that you can make a sleight of hand check using okay. your thieves' tools to open up some of these. Um, do you think what do you think you're targeting Smite isn't someone who's like I want to use a gun necessarily yeah. he's just like eyeing some of the more heavily caged in like swords and stuff like that clearly a sword guy um, is Falu looking for anything because that can help kind of steer where you're looking it mm. also influences the DC a little bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that uh, Falu like glancing down this belt sees his little uh, 
elven letter opener from his parents and it's like mm, might not want to dent that mm. and so i'll just look and see if there are any like um maybe like a magical dagger or something yeah first give me that sleight of hand check i ignore oh, the you- fact that smite is looking at <laughs> the swords <laughs> i'm like yes that looks interesting for someone like you huh well bad 10 10 Yes. You as after it's all said and done. You are only able to unlock one of the cases. Okay. I will say that it is not necessarily anything special, uh-huh. but you do find a plus one dagger in there. And Smite manages to find a plus one sword as all well. Alright, I'll take it. But over. <laughs> hey, anything works. I just wanted to have something in my hands again. You see, he's very much in love with his beautiful longsword <laughs> that he's like looking down at and and practicing with it. Yeah, good job hiding that. Look, at this point, I feel like we're in the final stages. Maybe we stay here for a bit, kind of kill some time, mm. since I mean, the this place is that's being actively patrolled. But, but Kittle, no one's coming in, right? Kiddo okay. said that we need to at least give it a try. Because what if we need to troubleshoot? That's fair, but we have we don't have to go right now. I no, mean, I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> you see, he's fiddling with the sword. You know, I want to get the feel of this first, you know? Well, I'm not staying with the creepy baby. I don't think any of us need to stay with the creepy baby. How about we go hang by the door, <laughs> and if anyone comes in, we'll be able to, you know, jump them and or hide as quickly as we can. Can, um, if you guys are going by the door, I think I'm going to take another look around. And I just, I think Levitt's looking... Obviously, ba- creepy baby. <laughs> creepy Obviously, gray. creepy baby. <laughs> Obviously, creepy Obviously, baby. Obviously, creepy baby. Cre- creepy gray baby. Shout out to gray D20. Baby. Creepy gray baby. Gray baby. Gray um, baby. Is disconcerting. I think she still needs convincing to absolutely change the course of her life today. Um, because that seems really hard. The word apocalypse three times didn't do it. Well, it's, you know, it's starting to do it. It's starting to do this. What do you think Levitt is looking for? That could be something as concrete as like an item she's seeking or some sort of evidence. I think evidence. She's just looking for like as if the, you know, this wasn't, this is extremely fucked up, but she, she's looking for one more piece of evidence. Where do you think all of these organs came from? Are they grown or? Stolen. It looks like they're partially bionic in some way. Give me a perception check, Levid. You're looking for your like Incredibles, da 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 da. Like when he's like hacking into the machine and seeing that Syndrome has killed a bunch of people. Uh, what Spoilers am I? for the Incredibles. <laughs> it's a great movie. Uh, it's an 18. You go through this space combing it obviously armor and weaponry the most problematic stuff here is just like this is clearly very dangerous stuff not something that would convince you not something that would convince anybody really they'd be like yeah of course the military needs weapons Makes guns. Yeah. like um you look through the um pharmaceutical section as well just for the sake of it and again this looks like if anything it being in here is good for Glocky because what would be bad is if this these products were out in the streets where people, you know, if it were being sold at clinics and stuff like, and it was faulty, that would be bad. So it's nothing in those two alleys. And same, when you go to the clockwork aisle, it seems like, I mean, the automaton deal is very new. There isn't necessarily any like strong, 
What's the word I'm looking for? Strong full prototypes, but you do find an older model's head just kind of positioned on, like, held on, uh, like a mannequin stand almost. Looks like an older model of the automatons. That just looks like evidence that they're involved in the project. And then the Bioware Isle looks, I mean, what can I say? This is probably the most incriminating stuff, and I, it's only because. It looks like they've been very cruel in these experiments on creatures. It looks like the even if, if they grew these organs, that's great. But if they took them from people and have been experimenting on them, that's a different story, you know? You think that perhaps what would be helpful is if, I mean, if you were able to document the existence of these things, whether that be through stealing them or, like, taking a label or something, you know? Those kind of things that maybe if you got that in the right hands, it would help expose what's going on here. But I think that... Levid's horror only grows just walking through this place. I think maybe what keeps you not already switching is just the idea of having to give up on everything you've worked for. But in terms of moral evidence that this place is up to some no good shit, it's hard to overlook what they've done in Bioware and even with the faulty products in pharmaceuticals. I know. I think Levid, Levid is realizing that. But the reality of the fear of being alone with nothing is real for her so she looks at everything and I think wants to take some collateral from this experience and like you said maybe she finds a label or something incriminating that she can maybe use I think in this moment she decides that she might want to have something to use against the company okay you can I mean like a little like company O sticker or something. Yeah, if there's something you can take the label from the doppel rat, or you can even try. I mean, the gray baby container and anything that you think would work. I'll say that Levin manages to grab maybe even a few different labels, or if you would like, you have a bag of holding. If you would like to take some smaller samples, I'm more than fine with saying Levin did that. I think Levin does take some smaller samples, and then I think she like looks at gray baby. And it's already submerged in water, it's not breathing, right? Mm. Just seems immobile. I think that she puts Grey Baby in her bag. Well, I was gonna ask if we should drink it and carry it with us. I forgot you could just put it in your bag, so it's not have to be shrunken down. Flu kind of comes over and goes, Do you think. I'm holding it in my hands. Do you think it is. okay? Does it need help? I. I don't know, but I think I know someone who might know. And I think she thinks of Marfin. Yeah, I think that Marfin would be able to help identify this. You know, that I mean, his store's been closed for a little bit, but if you were like, who's one person, but outside of the university who you could mm-hmm. trust with this, mm-hmm. he's the next highest ranking mage in the whole city. And I don't think I know him personally, like very well. It'd be more like visiting a shopkeep. Like, exactly. Like, this. You yes. Know? Like, it's that kind of situation. Right. We don't necessarily have any kind of relationship or anything, mm-hmm. but he might know what this is. And if anything, it's fucked up looking. 
and I could expose it to the public and <laughs> put it in the news or something. I carefully bubble wrap the sides. You carefully bubble wrap the sides and slip it into the back of holding. <laughs> Don't want that spilling on the energy drink. I'm scared we have the baby. Okay, you guys, the good news is it's a demi-plane, the bag of holding. So I toss all the potions that we have, just like dumping a case of health potions. Incredible. In. Can I uh, find a weapon? Yes. What kind of weapon do you think she's looking for? I think like a discreet. I know I have my discreet gun, but maybe another kind of discreet, uh, but like powerful weapon. Give me an investigation check. Ooh. It, you know, it'd be sick. One of those like in a Die Hard movie when they stick the little bomb on the other side of the table and yes. then they run away. Like yes. a detonator. <laughs> you You're looking for, were you looking for some detonators? <laughs> oh, yeah. 21. In the armor and weaponry aisle, you do find a section that looks to be heavily barred and labeled warning a lot. Uh, many warning labels all over it. Um, it just needs to be lockpicked, but it looks like there's like cases of things within. Philou? Yes, Ms. Maker. And May I have your help with this? Yeah, you can roll with advantage as Levitt will help you. Okay. Well, the first one is very good, but I'll see if it gets any better, shall we? It did. Gummy <laughs> uh, die coming through. In the kaloosh. 25. It was a DC 25. Don't <gasps> You absolutely. I only did it with the second roll. Absolutely needed that. <laughs> Opens, and you find a number of small cube-like devices that I will just tell you are a form of grenade. <laughs> you find 12 of them in a pack. But you do, notice, you do notice that it, it's labeled faulty on them. So you, it seems like it's like maybe they all work. Maybe it's just one in there that doesn't. Maybe it's a dud. Maybe it'll explode right away. Maybe they just expired. Maybe they expired. Well, the efficacy is just a little lower. <laughs> but they're you, really, it's really, you can, take them. you can still take them. Okay, let me just write down 12 grenades. Should we take them all? <laughs> yeah, put them in the bag. All right. <laughs> all right, put them with the baby. Um, um wait a second. <laughs> it doesn't, it's in an international space. It doesn't have, like, think, things can't bump around. Uh, don't put the faulty grenades near the gray baby. Watch out, gray baby. This is a great episode. How much time do you guys want to spend camping out in here? Do you want to be like, I mean, I'll say, again, what it was after it? 12 when you guys got here, maybe around 1230-ish, 1245. I think like an hour we probably spent an hour like lock picking shit and walking around. I would say and maybe stuff. it's like one o'clock now after doing taking your time, the analyzing, and you know making sure that everything, uh, getting so what you wanted to get from here. So probably like two o'clock. Two o'clock. Okay, so on one, let's say we take a short rest as well because I think we'll that, take a late lunch. We'll take a late lunch. Um, you guys all sit down in here. Smite pulls out some some rations. You guys begin to kind of just chill. You can inspect further anything that you may have grabbed that you haven't looked at yet. Now's your chance before you guys are kind of probably going to be on foot hoofing it all the way. Mm, Falou shows all of the um, potions that he got to everyone, the strange energy drinks. Give me an arcana check, Levin. Uh-oh. Can I as well? Yeah, sure. Uh-oh. What'd you get? Nat one. Nat one. Two nat ones. <laughs> guys. We should chug these. Potions of healing. Perfect. 
energy drinks you don't know these are probably you know kick in in like 30 minutes so maybe like half an hour before we're about to go for the last push we just down them yeah it seems yes, fine to me definitely see kittle's looking at them do you think there's a reason they weren't brought to market and they Kittle. don't really say what they Kittle, do. You're right? a genius. Monstrosity. Kittle, you're a genius. Mm. Bardic inspiration. Can you look at this? <laughs> fair, 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 and fair, and fair. It's a 10 plus her arcana, which is a plus nine. Plus a d10. Oh, my. Oh, my. That's a 10. So that's a 29 on her. <laughs> um, I'm raising one up to crack it open. <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on as she reads the ingredients list. Um, it is a short rest, so you do get all those bardics back that you've used. So good, good use. You might as well get them out now while you can. Um, that's, as, a, as a bard, that's how I get bardic and take a short rest. Levin, you do a little hum as Kittle looks this over and goes, okay, this looks like, it looks like it's some sort of experimental potion that allows for people to like it feels like you've rested like you've like had a full night's rest in the time of like an hour oh it's like a five hour energy yeah it's like a five hour energy this looks like maybe they tried to buy five hour energy fantasy five hour energy out um and try and replace them with this really is it bad in any way well I've heard those things aren't good for your heart. I imagine, and you see, <laughs> that Kittle agrees heavily. I imagine that either there's a strong come down or maybe it's faulty. I try to only drink one fantasy five hour energy a week. And it keeps you going because the hours are based on a different plane and those hours here are days. Just on Fridays when they make me do overtime. <laughs> Smite, have you ever had something like this? I've never had anything like this. I mean, I've had energy drinks before, but I have not had... Whatever mm. this is, <laughs> suddenly there's a lot of judgment about you the used energy to drink drinks. Them all I the just time. Said, mm. Mm. Okay, then explain your mmm flu. Mm, I'm thoughtful. thoughtful. I'm thoughtfully reacting. Okay, everyone, calm what about down. I'm cracking it open. Okay, okay, okay. We're trying to each other at the last moment. Kittle, we're stressing on Jessica. <laughs> what? About, Please, I have to be in a movie. You see her disguise face. Shit, I forgot that it's limited. <laughs> you're stressing out the gray baby. <laughs> Right, right. That actually. The grenades seems... are gonna go off. <laughs> it doesn't work like that, right? Looks to Kittle. Kittle shrugs. Kittle, Kittle, Kittle. I'm it. Kittle, tell us. Fine, it's fine. Just pour it in. Kittle, tell us about the potions. Okay, I, uh, I think that if we drink them, it will. I don't know. It'll give us a long rest. It'll give us a long rest. Well, that no, would no. be great for me because. Your boy has three spell slots. Left. That would be great for me as well. I mean, I still have a lot of of my, you know, things at my disposal, but I'm running. I'm on a, I'm out of d- disguise is it, cells. Is it an immediate long rest? It says that it can take up to an hour to digest. It also says that it could turn you into things. Um, may make you evil is a warning on here. What the hell? Can you to lead with that? Drinks don't have like a warning section like pill bottles do. Like. <laughs> I'm not really sure if this is supposed to be an energy drink. Does this say vaping kills? Oh it does God. say, do not vape this drink. <laughs> oh, Philou, you had said you brought me a vape. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I pull out the jewel in a, in a, in a bottle. bottle. Yeah, you know what? I, I regret not describing it as a jewel at first. You, you're handed a vape. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I'll say, uh, wait, I don't know if you should start this. That's now. a natural 18 plus her, uh, plus nine. She goes, 
Oh, that's a gaseous form vape. Ms. Those May didn't Care hit market. This. Oh, <laughs> those they pulled from market because they're really addictive. And how also, many are these? They turn you to a gas. Wait, how many of these did you find? There was only one. Just the one. Is it how many charges? It's one big hit. <laughs> Someone wants to become gas. Sounds could, amazing. Could be. I mean, it sounds freeing. But also, in, if we needed an escape or if there's something we can't avoid, that might be a way to get around it. If you dropped a really bad deuce, I was going to say, you could just go. <laughs> we had the same thought. <laughs> Kid, are you getting this? You know, it's not where we're I would have went, punchy. but it works. You know, smart, work to, hard, play hard. <laughs> we're coming to terms with the fact you that we're about to You guys had a quit. lot dumped on you today. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> we're making fart pressure. jokes in our corporate environment. <laughs> Uh, well, okay. Um, <laughs> anything else that you guys found? <clears throat> no? Great? We're no, all good here? I've got a cool dagger. I don't... Uh, you saw that, though. That, uh, the dagger is sick. It is a beautiful dagger. By the way, just to describe it, it is emblazoned with the golden fist. Do you feel like there's um, like any kind of like filing cabinets or any kind of paperwork anywhere? Who works here? Or is it just storage? This is... Is there a little librarian? You do not see a little librarian. <laughs> this is storage. This Where's is... the little librarian of this um, floor? Excuse me! Um, you found me! No. Uh, <laughs> you've been looking this whole time. Gray Baby is librarian. It's me, Gray Baby. I think that Falu, you kind of put it together. You remember there was one kind of employee. The role has existed since you've been there. It's essentially the role that you have, but they have clearance to higher floors. So it's literally like a messenger person who happens a to page. be able to go. Like a page, yeah, page boy, who can go up to the higher floors. You imagine that maybe that person's job was to like bring things from experimental floors here to just lock up. This is literally just cold storage, and that's they have bots patrolling this whole floor and scry eyes to make sure if they see someone, they could send someone here. But you know, in general, they don't station someone here all full time because it would literally just be paying someone to look at a, um, a motionless room. Levin's looking for like a way to get us to the next floor, like what you just described, like some kind of way to impersonate a page boy or be the page boy or have the ID card of someone like this. Or she's looking for like paperwork that would give more information on how we proceed from here because really we don't okay. know what is coming next and we don't know how to get out of here really. And yeah, we're not so just like walking the floor and wandering. And or like even like a log. Is there like a check-in and check-out log? I was just about to say, everyone give me investigation checks. That is exactly what would be in here. Oh yeah, they gotta keep yeah, track what's of what's being bureaucracy. brought where when. Exactly. There's not a desk per se, but literally, the, there's usually some sort of record for here. I would like to roll nut dog shit. <laughs> it's a fourteen with my bonus. Um, I got a fifteen. Okay, you needed a fifteen, so that's good. Flu, you, um, you guys kind of split up into pairs. You and Kittle take off in one direction to kind of look for, I mean, partially to look for vents, but also to look for any sort of log. Kittle's telling me all about her dad's biomechanical limbs, and I'm really <laughs> distracted. It was honestly my, it's like my magnum opus. I don't know how I'm going to top that. I'm getting queasy. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, you know, <laughs> the first time, when you first hit the bone, and then <laughs> you're, uh, as you're having this conversation, getting fully distracted, Levid, you do find on like the far end of the room, 
a small like uh, bookshelf that has a number of books that are basically logbooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the most recent logbook has been opened up before it. And you see that there is pretty much a regular delivery here every day at 3 p.m. <gasps> we got to get out of here. This You have about an hour until the next person comes. And you see like you, that occurs to you. We have to leave. And then Smite goes, that's we someone who has in. access. Yeah, we can get them. We could I was definitely not going to say jump them. We could jump them. All at once. Smart, you're rubbing off on me. <laughs> well, sometimes my way is a good way. So you want to rub off on me is what you're saying. I didn't. Oh, I, I was good. The moment I said that, I was like, I feel like there's a sexual thing here I'm trying to avoid. And then I was avoiding it too much and it came out. <sighs> um, yeah, you guys have time to kill it. Do you want to spend another hour in here? If we want to try. Should we? Oh, I have this um, potion that's kind of like, um, I don't know, it smells lovely. It does have a beautiful aroma. It's got an enticing aroma. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Smells lovely. It does have a beautiful aroma. That was actually me speaking. So maybe we could use this on them and kind of circumvent any need to. Bash um, their head in. That. So elegant. What is smite. the sweet smelling thing? You produce the one of the two potions that Smite had gotten you. This strange filter of pink, um, viscous liquid. Can I do a perception check on this thing? Give me an Arcana check. It's sure. got glitter in it. Not twenty. <laughs> you recognize that as the um, the top perfume that Glockheed produces. One that is only sold to the noblest of nobles, those who can really, really spend a, a pretty penny on this. Goo Goo Ganel. This is Goo Goo Ganel. It's a filter of love. <laughs> it's Goo Goo Ganel, yeah. Ah, yes. Goo Goo Ganel. Mm. It smells a, like Goo Goo. <laughs> it smells like Goo Goo. Um, this is a filter of love. Now that's a tagline. It smells like Goo Goo. <laughs> makes you goo goo guys. Hey guys what are we doing here it's 10 p.m <laughs> um, yes i yes, agree we can definitely use this if the person drank it i think we might have to spike their tea or something I or think. maybe we can just oh when they come in the door yeah do a little <laughs> sample like when you're in the mall and they spray at you yeah, yeah we'll do that do and then they'll Easy. they'll fall in love with us and we will coerce yeah. them to... They'll be likely to maybe give us their, their fob or something. Not a bad idea. Okay. So we just wait here and get ready to spray someone in the face? So uh, I agree with the spraying idea. I think it's great. I think the backup idea, Smite, you would agree, jump him. Sounds good. Maybe <laughs> right. we'll spray. We'll if I miss with the spritz, yeah, we'll, yes. we'll jump him. We'll okay. spritz, and then if it doesn't work, we'll kick the shits out of him. Or, or her. Or them. Or them. <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> we are on the same wavelength and it's very weird. I give all the new uh, employees the tour, so. You guys kill the better part of an hour, probably between resting. We sing um, nursery rhymes to Great Baby. <laughs> you sing to the Great Baby. Um, if you keep interacting with the Great Baby, every... <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do, gang. Um, anytime I'm gonna pull you, my skin off. anytime you like look at the gray baby again, it is just like 
the world Wait, no, tunnels the, no, no, no. and you hear the words no. again, the 12 words oh, again. Sorry, I was gray babying again. <laughs> no, the gray baby stays in the bag. No one touches the gray baby. I'm peeking into Levin's bag to make eye contact with You the see, baby. it's a black void, but when you do put the intent to see what you want in there, the gray baby's face comes up. You hear the 12 words once more. No. Um, you guys kill some time. I'll say that, honestly, analyzing these items, like trying to get a better understanding, as well as testing anything that needs testing takes up the better part of that hour and as you're waiting and waiting you look at does anyone have a watch i assume one of you has a watch do you think levin has a watch yeah levin has a very expensive watch who definitely has a watch yeah you guys both look at your, your simultaneously watch. <laughs> simultaneously look at your watches you see it's 259 and there's a the sound it's... of an unlocking on the outside and you hear someone go hey it's already unlocked and that's where we'll end our episode today. <laughs> what a wild one, gang. Oh Maybe my, my favorite episode. Yeah, Could just be. cause a great baby. Could be. Could I 100% be. was like, fan I'll art? Add this crazy thing in here. And yeah. then it became an absolute thing. Lisa. Thing, capital T A thing. I want to see, like, you were telling us about, like, how many people have been listening to uh, Cloud Carver, and I'm just so fucking excited about that. That's amazing. I wonder if someone would be just ever so kind to make some amazing fan art of the gray baby. Yeah, guys, send your best gray baby doodle on Twitter. With its seaweed tentacles. <laughs> it's and more like blue veins. Eyes. If we're trying to get a good visual, what the fuck? it's more like it's got some veins trailing off. What of it. the fuck? Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Try Not to Die. Thank you especially to our Eldritch patrons. If you would like to become one of those Eldritch patrons, go to patreon.com slash try not to die pod. Special thank you, of course, to Sword Coast Soundscapes, Michael Gell and freesound.org who provide the vast majority of the sound effects. Feel free to check the full list in the description. Uh, Any plugs, gang? I'm going to plug our uh, Bank of Frost Joy episodes that we have because it's getting close to ding the dong, holidays. Ding, ding, ding dong, ding, ding And dong. if you want to like pre-game your holiday season, like sprinkle uh, like the sugar plum fairy dust over your holiday season, our first um Frost Joy special is really funny. We're yeah. we're so green in it. Like it was so we're so green. new. And it's the original story of um Frost, Frost Joy, Joy and Zola discovering the true meaning of Frost the Joy. Oh, uh, now I'm so hungry for prosciutto. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, prosciutto yeah. and mozzarella, baby. Yeah, you gotta leave out the prosciutto. Last nuts. year's was uh, I DM'd and Noah gets to play a new character. Um it was very, very sweet. We went to Cheese Plains. So <gasps> wow, that was a year good. ago. Home that right crazy. Ashley plains. has a cameo. <laughs> Ashley does this cameo. <laughs> I was so nervous that day. And uh, we're going to be coming out with a new one. And, you know, we're going on break after this campaign, but we're going, or after this mini campaign, but we're going to, you know, come back into your lives for a second with a, with a third Frost Joy episode. Hell yes, babies. So this is the penultimate episode of this campaign. We will have to do one more. Uh, Noah was like, we might finish. And I was like, we I really brought my talk finale forever. Energy. Yeah. There's no way. I was, there was the, the only possibility is you guys are so smart sometimes that you can easily bypass things. So I'm like, <laughs> you'll either finish or you will absolutely have a whole other episode to do things. So there will be That's one more episode 
<laughs> I'm sure she did. There will be one more episode. Perfect, because there's an extra Tuesday in November. Yes. This <gasps> Tuesday, will, Tuesday. So this will be coming out the week of Thanksgiving, for those of you who are You're in welcome. the States. Um, and then the next week will be the finale. And then there will be some weeks off, but we will be, as you said, releasing a Frost Roy episode. Sprinkling bonus, bonus content. content. Mm-hmm. Zola's back in January, babies. Zola I'm so back. fucking ready. And yes. I come back too? Um, yes. Uh, yeah, I think you can go uh, back yeah. though. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think of any plugs. Oh, go follow our social media. Go follow my social media at Noah the pod. Infuriator at Try Not to Die Pod. Spaghetti Flip those for the, for the order of what you're actually supposed to be. Um, Ashley, what is your social media? Mm, at Actually Goodwin. Excellent. On everything. Editing Noah, cutting in to make a quick announcement because we are all traveling for the holiday and want to be able to have the time to really listen to and edit this finale. We are delaying the release from Tuesday of next week to Friday, December 2nd. So tune in on Finale Friday to hear the conclusion of The Cloud Carver Caper. And until next time, well, I'll leave that to present Noah. Well, gang, this has been another fantastic episode of Try Not to Die. I am so hot. I'm burning on the inside. The gray baby within me is saying 12 words. Uh, Until next time, try Try not not to die. die. Try not to To die. die. Try Try not not to die. die. 12 words. All hail our eldritch patrons. Especially Anita, Ashley, Becca B, Colleen, Eclair, and Lana, Emily, Grace, Jacob, James, Jeff, Joey, Kate, Leo, May, Morgan, Nat, Nicola, Paige, Roni, Sahara, and of course, our producer Patty, Patrick Bronstetter, and our producer Daddies, Becca Mount, Sam Golden, and Rose Evelyn Campbell. We thank you for these podcasting powers and promise to raise hell in your names. Till next time, try not to die.